Crockers. It's Crockers. Crockers. <laughs> <laughs> her Crocs with her shirts. And oh. she's like a very short she lady. She cuts holes in her shirts. No, she's a very short lady, <laughs> so she'll wear a really long shirt instead of a dress and then like some small pants. Uh-huh. And then that shirt will match whatever Crocs she's wearing. She huh. has Halloween Crocs and a Halloween shirt, and they're both bright orange. So does she only have like seven shirts that she wears? Or and seven pairs of Crocs. No, or? she just. She, but her whole deal is like she'll just like, all right, it's holiday ish, you know. Usually the fun holidays, not the religious it's ones. It's October. I'm wearing my orange shirt yeah. all month. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's like really bright colors. Like she's either trying to attract attention or just get people to not hit her with their car. I'm not really certain <laughs> what the thing is, but I noticed the color coordination. She's like, yeah, it just seems like an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's like she's putting in a little extra effort. And I, I appreciate that. Well, it's kind of like a, like Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. He has the same outfit that he wears every single day. You guys remember that? I don't remember, I that, don't remember that he's wearing the like same that, outfit. I remember he goes into like the closet and like, he turns into a fly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, that's is that supposed to denote that he's a genius? Yeah, just, or that he's autistic or something. Yeah, that's uh, not what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, speaking of which. <laughs> yeah. I you had, said uh, genius? He's like, yeah, autistic. <laughs> I had a nice experience today with an autistic man or what I assumed to be an autistic guy. He's They're sitting great. right here. <laughs> Come on, guys. You know, we were at the alibi getting breakfast. This, and this guy um l- like uh we we're just hanging out and then i kind of like looked at him a little bit and then he was like my name's daniel and it's like nice to meet you daniel like all right and then uh i just didn't like say anything to him okay. for a while and then andrew was gone andrew was using the restroom and um then- i was pooping <laughs> Thank you. And then I uh, thanks for filling that. <laughs> thanks for shading that in. Yeah. <laughs> and then so I was yeah, just was bored, intense, like, man. sitting I there. Just, like I was just like, <laughs> fuck, dude. I just immediately just went on my looked at my phone. I was like, I'm not making eye contact with this guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the shit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, oh look, it's the sequel we never asked for. <laughs> it was intense. I immediately went on my phone. <laughs> like, yeah, I've been there. You know, you're sitting there wondering if you swallowed. Glass last night. <laughs> Wait, so Andrew's in the bathroom, and then I'm like, okay, I'm bored, and like, I don't want to look at my phone. So I was like, hey, Daniel, uh, do you live around here? And he went off for like 15 minutes about like, uh, he's like, yeah, I do. And so my mom lives at and gave me the exact address, <laughs> and like, she lives in a trailer park and gave me the trailer number and no. everything. And I was like, you shouldn't be telling this to some no, random no, no, dude no, I disagree. at a bar. I disagree entirely. You should be doing You that. should yeah. be telling. Tell everyone that, Daniel. We live in a free society. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I try and get up here as much as I can. And, and uh, when my uh, when my mom was dying, I kind of got up here a little bit uh, more. And then I uh, figured out she, that she wasn't dying. So I spent some more time down in Santa Rosa. And it was just like, so, like he was just driving this Dude, you met Norman Bates. He's like, my mom didn't die. I'm my mom now. <laughs> I live in that trailer. I wear her clothes. You Would you like, like to see her sometime? You should have like dropped a bunch of toothpicks on the ground and then walked away. Yeah. <laughs> Let him count them. And then when Come he on. left, when he left, uh, 
one of the bartenders of the alibi was like, I'm so sorry. I don't think see, I don't apologize for that guy. That guy's great. Yeah, he's fine. He's, he's just, just living just his life. He's unloading his entire biography. It was on interesting you. and he, he had this weird kind of um he was talking about how uh mm-hmm. so first he started talking, talking about, about Santa Clara, right? He was talking about Santa Clara. Which is where I'm from and I've never heard Santa Clara. I was gonna be like he was describing it. I'm like, What? Dude, yeah, he's he was got like the, he's got the palette and vision of an artist. Just let him do it. No, literally. <laughs> I mean, so he was talking about Santa Clara and he's like, you know, it's kind of similar to here. It's like there's bubbles. There's a there's a lot of bubbles. I mean, not like a bubble like up here, but like bubbles like you know, like in a in a swamp when bubbles kind of pop up. You guys up ran into the twenty first century like, Vincent like Van all- Gogh and you didn't appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. He's like all the Muslims live here. Yeah. Like all the all the Catholics okay. live over here. Uh-oh. You know, all the like Hindus they live over here. And he's like, yeah. what they do? Like, <laughs> yeah. like he's like the Muslims. Yeah, like, then Stanford's over here, and that's like the intellectual like center. Yeah, of the way and he that's where they all it. meet. <laughs> but and then he was like, you know, my uh, my my roommate, he's a Muslim guy, and I, he he said that I offended him. I did something very uh, <laughs> inappropriate the What'd other day. What'd you do, day. Daniel? And, and uh, he said, you need to read this book. And so he gave me a copy of the Quran, and I started reading the Quran, and I said, you aren't even yeah. living according to this. You don't even know what you're talking about. And I was like, I don't Daniel know much about... Daniel might be the hidden Mahdi. <laughs> I don't Damn, know much Daniel. about Santa Clara, but I'm pretty sure that's not at all how you're portraying it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, right now, I just want to say, I, 50 bucks from everyone in this room, and I will not only go on Tinder, but go to every single Tinder date with that character in mind. I will do th- exactly <laughs> what he just did, and record it, and we could turn it into Just something. so you know, this okay. whole date was just performance art. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name's I'm not Colin. actually like this at all. I live <laughs> in Arcata. I used to live in McKinleyville, but now I live in Arcata. My mom died in McKinleyville <laughs> in a house that we used to live in. That house doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> just I mean, the best even... part of that would be when uh, when someone actually wants to have sex with you. You yeah. go, wait, no, this is actually, this. I wasn't really <laughs> on a like date right it. now. First of all, you know, my mom also died in 1955. <laughs> I like how I don't have to talk at all. It's yeah. just <laughs> first of I just all, listen I, to you. I, I think we need to. You, you're downplaying how much I'm willing to commit to the bit for 50 bucks from everyone in this room, which is not that much money when you think about it in the long term. Well, I, I do think women should be harassed by strangers on the internet more, so I'm for it. No, that's not on the internet. That's in public. It would be real life. It would start on the internet. Yeah. Uh, hi. I w- can you imagine the bio that I'd have to write for that? <laughs> It'd be like five <laughs> paragraphs long. Until it runs out of space. Like, they literally, there's a time. Well, how old was this guy, this Daniel guy? Um, I just want to get a picture in my head. He was forties, yeah, like late forties ah. or. Oh, so early that's 50s never going to change. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, um, yeah, he, he's, and he's a, a chef, and I he was lo- talking about chef culture and how it's really abusive. Yeah. And, um, I was like, yeah, I've never worked in the kitchen, so I don't know. He's like, you know, it used to be it just make good food. Now it's all about this umami bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's broken this man. I love Dude, an old autistic California. man, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great because they had to figure it out on their own. Yeah. You know? Before it was like a thing we had terms for and, and yeah. like, you know, therapy for. Exactly. Or, yeah, it was like people were just like, that or guy's just an regular, asshole. You know, it's like I have a lot of autistic friends and it's just normal. It's just kind of mm-hmm. like, okay. Like, you have a lot of... I do, yeah. I'm sitting right here. I'm in the presence of three of them right now. You're lucky I can count so fast that I realize there's three people in this room aside from you. Um, Well, I... 
hats off to Daniel. I, I think that he is a victim of California Cation. cuisine. California yeah. Cation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> Andrew, you mind if I carve into one of them high lives? Oh, yeah. 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 Right, Go cool. for it. Yeah. Can I tell my joke? Yeah. No. Um, so when we were young, Pop Punk Festival, I didn't know Nambla still had conventions. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple weeks too late. I was talking about that festival with my brother because my brother does like. When you uh, were young, you went to Nambla conventions. <laughs> I was the Here's s- the main event. I was the prize pig. <laughs> he tells a joke about fucking young men, and you bring up your brother immediately. <laughs> what is wrong with you? But. Um, I was talking because he does show promotion. That's like his job is marketing. And I was like, "What is Namble the, Conventions? Like, what is this festival? You know, like who is going to this?" And it's kind of like I came to the realization: it's like people that are so depressed and lonely in the pandemic, and they're like, "I liked this music when I was in eighth grade. Like mm. maybe if I go and see this, it will be like some kind of like." I don't know, rejuvenating experience. That's or just something. what festivals are. Yeah, I guess that's in just general. what music, like any music that's older than five years, is is in a sense nostalgic. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's like, oh, I remember when I felt really good, and I don't anymore. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I should try <laughs> feeling good again. Here's four hundred dollars. Perhaps I'll feel better. Well, and the funny thing too is, I was like, how is this going to happen? Because it's a one day event, and they have like, it's like fifty people. Yeah, it's 50 like artists. fifty different bands that are playing. Yeah, and he was like, my brother was like, yeah, I know the guy that um, set that up, mm-hmm. and he doesn't think about that. He just gets the <laughs> bands booked. His name and... is Ja Rule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like he doesn't think about that. Well, it sounds like he shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Like, it sounds it's surprising job. how many people are in that industry that just suck at everything that they do. <laughs> well, and... wait a minute. Hold on. You're telling me the capitalism doesn't breed innovation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, like a meritocracy, but the merits are all just like who you know and how many drugs you've done, basically. Like, yeah. That's how... Who you know? Who well, it's you all, blow. it all starts from people who like work at those kind of bars where you're supposed to promote yourself on social media. Like we have a lot of that in like Santa Barbara. Like mm-hmm. if you become a bartender somewhere, you have to like promote the bar on your yeah. social media that and drag drag people in. Yeah. What if you just dragged people? You you're could, like come yeah. to my bar, Todd, or you're a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> that could probably work too. We're, I think a lot of people like they just kind of get their who they are as a person kind of frozen in amber when they're like 18 or so. Mm-hmm. So like when I see this festival it and I see like Toy Story 4 coming out and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, well, it's just for the same audience, just I don't know older. If we should go that far. That's a great <laughs> film. You know, <laughs> Was I, it? I haven't seen it. My friend told me they cried at Toy Story 4. Really? That's... Or three, right? Or whatever it was. The, the latest Toy Story. Because yeah. I didn't uh-huh. watch them because it's called Toy Story. Yeah, I think that that's a mental illness of some kind. <laughs> I don't know. My friend's a cartoonist. Uh, so that's... Yeah, know. that's a mental illness, yeah, yeah. <laughs> being a cartoonist. Yeah, he's, he loves cartoons. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like I, But yeah, he was like, dude, it moved me so much. And I was like, did the toys do something? What did the toys do? <laughs> yeah, what did, did the toys do that made did, you cry? Did one of the toys die? <laughs> 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 I don't know. I have a hard time with it because I am... I think... God, you show him Watership Down, he'll kill himself. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a generational thing, but maybe it is. But, like, 
I remember like my mom worked at the university, so I would go to like the university library and just watch VHSs, mm-hmm. and I would watch like Werner Herzog movies. Like that's how I saw Strosek, which mm-hmm. is an extremely depressing movie. So I would watch uh-huh. the things that are now like the Criterion Collection thing at the age when people are trying to cement what nostalgia is to them. Uh-huh. So now I actually welcome the distraction because I saw all these incredibly deeply moving but heavily depressing and existentially dark fucking films when I was like a kid. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, yes, I would like to see what the toys are doing, but only if none of the toys <laughs> die, please. <laughs> yes, I would like to see the Marvel characters punch each other in the head because I love a spectacle. <laughs> I have a hard time with it. Um, I hate spectacles. Mm. Well, it's all spectacle, two. Sean. I'm sorry to <laughs> you break it to you. The but, left spectacle uh, or the right spectacle more? <laughs> <laughs> I hate both. Uh, so last night, Andrew and I were hanging out, and we were um, doing a lot of that. <laughs> Andrew, by the way, real quick, how much vodka is that? <laughs> no. Enough? <laughs> like, just so we're being charitable. This you is my th- fourth day drinking, so... Uh, <laughs> that could be an olive jar, right? right now. I think that jar is for olives, buddy. <laughs> anyway, uh, We were hanging out last night, and we got to the point where I wanted to show him the cows. And <laughs> what? We, you probably huh? don't remember this, but we were... Um, did we go outside? We went out to the pasture and there were no cows there. No fucking way. We went for a walk last night? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> and then I, was, I don't remember that at all. Jeez. <laughs> and then as we were coming back, I was like, oh, there might be some cheese left over in the dumpster at the at Cypress Grove. So I was trying Shut to hop the, the fence. Fuck up, dude. We I did all that yeah. last night. Yeah. The oh cheese, for those God. who don't know, the cheese factory. The cheese factory. You went to go look yeah. at the cows and then you went to look in the dumpster at the cheese well, factory. They locked the but I was wearing my bogs. My... <laughs> <laughs> it's Update. Good... They lock the dumpsters at the cheese factory now, listeners. It's a good thing. I didn't make it over the fence because I was wearing my bogs, yeah. my big boots, yeah. and I couldn't get the, I couldn't get my toes into the fence to hop it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I thought I was going to break my arm at one point because it's like I'm in such a weird position. I'm going to fall off and break something, mm-hmm. um, but luckily I didn't. But um, so it's just a little update. That's the story. Uh, yeah, sure let me and know. We, we came did back. That last and, so that's crazy. Man. So that's so me that we came back and uh, I was showing him uh, pictures of naked women for a while. And he was cool. Like, what? What? Who is that? <laughs> that was the first time seeing a naked woman. <laughs> Wait, I feel like you're just describing like a movie from like Serbia in the '80s. Yeah. Like, that's what just happened is, like, that's the plot line. We went to look at the cows. The cheese dumpster was locked. And then I showed my blind, drunk friends pictures of naked women while he yelled. And then the sun came up and one of us killed ourselves. Like, what the fuck? Damn. Yeah. So that was my Friday. Saturday. I don't feel safe in my own neighborhood at night now. Yeah. Knowing that that's happening? Yeah. You should lock your dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I don't remember that. I do remember waking up in the middle of the night and uh, thinking that grabbing the mug of water and chugging and realizing it was vodka. And then, <laughs> oh. Did you keep chugging? <laughs> well, I swallowed it all down. I mean, I didn't really have a choice. So, you know. <laughs> it was in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you had your blood pressure taken? <laughs> I'm legitimately worried about you, but I'm not actually because I'm on a downward spiral myself. So you know, it feels mm. pretty yeah, good, and probably. I'm older than you. 
Well, this is probably a good time to introduce our guest today. We've got Andrew, who is a civil rights attorney who specializes in ethics and video game journalism. Thank you. Thank and you he's here to defend Joe Rogan. <laughs> uh, well, welcome, Andrew. So, first question. Why is Mario problematic? <laughs> You've written about this extensively for the nation. <laughs> for the nation. <laughs> I love the idea that like Mario's problematic, but Luigi's chill. Yeah, <laughs> and like someone could write a whole like giant medium essay about it. Well, what's the deal? Is he Italian or Japanese? Hmm. Italian, Japanese? Maybe he's German for all we know. He's a New Yorker. He's, uh, I guess, yeah, a New conglomerate. Of yeah, all of them. Uh, they're mm. from Brooklyn. Well, and Wario. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. Don't get me started on Wario. Mm. But, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. So we've got Andrew here. <laughs> this is that's gonna get edited because that was, you know, you've had some face plants in the past, but that was fucking. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Wario. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? Uh-oh. <laughs> Wario. He's even making a note of when that happened. <laughs> uh, so, one of the things that we wanted to talk about was. Horrible living situations, things mm -hmm. that you have no control over. Sometimes it's, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you're thrust into them with no idea mm -hmm. as to how they will come out. And I was wondering, uh, Sean, what's the worst living situation that you um, lived through? Probably on the couch right now talking. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to guess, this I guess technically truth. you are living here now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm currently. Breathing. I'm living and I'm in here. Um, probably this seventy-something-year-old uh, woman's house in Santa Barbara when I was going to City College in like 2016. Um, so I was. You taking notes on your house? Yeah, <laughs> I was writing it down because okay. I had to remember the memories. You had to remember them. So I was going to City College. And uh, working at a movie theater, and I found a room uh, in Santa Barbara on Craigslist. It's like an 80-year-old woman who had a house and rented rooms to college men. And Specifically. Uh, college yeah, men? <laughs> yeah, that's like, it was like her and me and like three other college guys. College men? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It was, college uh, men sounds like a like an instrumental band from 1963. <laughs> <laughs> Like they did the version of Louie Louie that just didn't quite get as famous as the other one. Yeah. <laughs> but so the room was for $500 a month, which is cheap in Santa Barbara. That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. So it was a steal, but the catch was <clears throat> it was in the center of the house. So meaning it wasn't supposed to be a room. Oh. So like there wasn't any windows except for a skylight that I could open with like this long pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, three of the walls had doors on them. <laughs> one of them to the hallway, one of them to the kitchen, which is covered by an armoire, and uh, one to her room, which was kind of weird. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Did you have to send a picture to her when she was like asking about the room <laughs> to see if you were worthy of being next to her? Um, I had to meet her in person, but I she didn't ask for a picture. She's like, if I put Vaseline on the lens, you kind of look like Richard Gere. You're yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he looked like he looked just like Clark Gable. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there was also an exercise bike in the room, 
that um, she wanted me to try to sell, but I couldn't sell it. So why is that your job? Uh, I I was just being nice. I was offering to do it. I see. But um, you got rooked into that. Nobody buys a used exercise bike. No. It's one of those weird things that you buy an exercise bike, you do it for like a week, and then you're like, I'd rather be fat. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just leave it in your house until you die of being fat. Yeah. Well, that's it. you have an exercise bike, right, Andrew? Mm-hmm. Do you Andrew use uses it? his pretty frequently. Mm. I do. All right. Well, fuck mm. you, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> Poked a hole in that theory. Right. <laughs> Owned. I think Andrew's the only person I know who like owns an exercise bike and actually uses it. How many? Like how often? Like what's the what's your routine? Most days. Like you, for how long? Like you just on there like. Hours. Do you have like a TV in front of you? <laughs> like, do you get one of those like YouTube clips where it's like it's the British I'll, like, rail read system? Read on it and stuff. And uh, <laughs> that's. I'm, I'm actually, just gonna be sitting. I might as well just be doing something. That'd be all. You nice. should power like a television. Yeah, yeah. yeah manpower. <laughs> like charge up a battery. I don't know. That's. Well, I'm actually kind of impressed. Maybe I should get an exercise bike. Maybe. Is that lady still selling it? <laughs> Probably. No one bought it. Santa. Ship it from Santa Barbara. No, <laughs> I'll take my truck. I need a road trip. Every time I go through a breakup, I always go on a road trip. And you could probably rebound with her. I don't need to do that. <laughs> uh, There's probably a lot of old ladies I could rebound with. I don't want to do that. <laughs> she was uh, quite a character. Um, her name? Uh, getting it to it in just a second. Uh, she wanted to be a director, but she felt that her name was too white. So she changed her last name from Dale to Mariposa. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sorry. Is there a thing where there's like a lot of Hispanic directors or something? I have no idea. Like also, Hispanic she's like 80 years old, so this was a long time ago. <laughs> I have no idea. What the fuck is a Mariposa? Does anyone know? It's a butterfly. butterfly. It's also yeah. a Thank slur you. for gay people. It is? Um, yes. I've never heard that before. But Honestly, yeah. if, if I were gay and someone called me a butterfly, I would be like, thank you. Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, I mean they're regardless beautiful. Regardless of yeah. your like sexual orientation, I think being called a butterfly is kind of a nice thing. If you yeah. call me a butterfly, I'd kick you out of that fucking chair. Okay. <laughs> so, Wait, when, did she say when she changed her name? I don't know. She made a movie in 2013. Uh-huh. So what was it about? Was it called The Punishment of Sean Whipple? <laughs> <laughs> uh it may as well have been cuz it was a horror movie that partially took place in the mo- uh, the room that I moved into. <laughs> <laughs> Were there still stains? Uh no, no. Was it hard to sell an exercise bike that was covered in blood? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't sound like a terrible place to live at all. This sounds awesome. You were living in fucking Pee-wee's Playhouse. I guess so. Um, so yeah, she was always talking about how she couldn't be a successful director because she wasn't Jewish. <laughs> um, God damn, she dude. like, she's the classic example of like the, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a progressive person and all, but hey, the, the Jews run Hollywood, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> Why didn't she change her last name to Goldberg? I don't know, right? <laughs> what the fuck? She went Mariposa? She's like, all right, listen, I'm not going to be successful in this industry. Because of the Jews, so I'm going to give myself the Spanish name for butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's going to make it work. I don't know. It didn't make any sense. She one time said that she wanted to start like a Black Lives Matter Santa Barbara thing, but she decided against it because, in her words, 
there are no black people in Santa Barbara. Nice. Mm. And she's like, and also, I, I looked into it. It would cost a lot of money to change my last name to Shakur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, that's a ton of money, and I don't have that right now. Yes. So, yeah, she hates Jewish people. Uh, she loves Steve Harvey. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, that is I think, the, the white man's black man. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, pad the brakes a little bit. We're basically describing your average Nation of Islam person here. <laughs> yeah. Loves I mean, Steve Harvey, hates Jewish people. I think that Venn diagram's a, a circle. Yeah. yeah. We're describing Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> you were yeah. living with the Rachel Dolezal of Santa Barbara. Pretty much, Raquel yeah. Dolezal. Rachel Mariposa. Yeah. So I was doing stand-up at this time, and uh, one time I was coming home from school, and I was trying to eat a can of tuna as fast as I could so that I could go off and do uh, stand-up downtown. Is that what Naturally. people like when you come up to hit the mic with like fish breath? Like you're just breathing in, you're like, what's up, guys? Guess what I've been doing? <laughs> yeah, I throw the tuna water on people I didn't like. Okay. And uh, so she asks, hey, where are you going in such a rush? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to this open mic downtown. And she's like, oh, that sounds fun. I want to go. So I meet my friend Kat there, probably bomb. And then she shows up, and she is, like, not the kind of person you want in a comedy audience at all. Like, she's responding to everything the comedians are saying. <laughs> like, everything they're saying, like, they're saying it to her. Like, the setup, she's just like, yeah, yeah. I've done that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, the worst kind of person in she's an like, audience. She's like, funny you should mention this. The Jews are the reason I can't be in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is, like, this is like late 2016, too. So she's like, like that's something Donald J. Trump would say. <laughs> like, oh, that God. kind of thing. God. and. Just the most hack, Jesus. annoying stuff ever. That's awful. And it got to the point where the comedians on the stage are just, like, <laughs> telling her to shut up. <laughs> They're not even trying to, like, tiptoe around it. They're just like, shut the fuck up, you old bitch. <laughs> like, they were pissed off. And this is your landlady. Yes, this is my landlady. So and you I'm, brought her here. You yeah. invited her, essentially. <laughs> I guess so. And so, finally, she gets up on stage last... She put herself oh, on the she sheet. Oh, she actually did she went it. Up? Yeah, she went up. She went up. <laughs> and she she ruffles her hair. And first of all, it looks like she's... You know how like old ladies sometimes dress like they're kind of wearing like pajamas, but they're like a suit jacket in yeah. a way? Yeah. It's like yeah. made of that fuzzy material. I don't yeah, know. She looks like she's just got out of a bath. It's the intersection of comfort and fashion. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's um, it's like a terry cloth suit. I knew a guy who was literally turned on by that, but I don't want to get into that. Right now. Jesus Christ! All right, table that for later. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so she gets on the stage. She messes her hair up to do like a Trump impersonation. It's the worst thing of <laughs> no, all time. No. It's really bad. No. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> You have to give me a second to swallow. I can't be drinking when you say shit like that. Like she just runs her hair hand through her hair a couple times, like to mess it up, and she's like, "I'm Trump." Like blah blah. blah. I hate them. It probably is like actually saying racist shit. I don't know. But, she's uh, speaking her own inner monologue, yeah. but uh, like via Trump. She's like, for the purpose yeah, exactly. of this monologue, I, pretend I am Donald Trump. Everyone, so you can't get mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> and. uh uh, so I'm sitting there with my female friend and she's still doing her thing and she gets off the stage with the microphone and is coming towards us and she like pretends to grope my friend but actually kind of does 
Like, it she, was, she fucked up the landing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a nightmare. It was not good. Um, how'd, you, how'd your friend take that? She hated it. Like, she got really <laughs> mad at her. Yeah, she just got like, felt uh, up by an 80-year-old racist. Exactly. It was understandable. Like, in a sense, Donald Trump was in that room that night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, in that same room, I got bed bugs, uh, which was awful. Uh, only I got it. It was only in my room. Mm. Um, probably from the movie. Probably, yeah. Surprise, uh, surprise. It was right next to her room, too. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So... I was covered in bug bites. I would wake up in the middle of the night, slap bugs crawling on me and my hands would have my blood on it. Uh, I would slap bugs on the wall and um, my Wait, walls so would have blood on them. bed bugs are like them. actually like bugs? Yeah. Or it's like a, like a tiny mite? Like, no, it's like it, like you can see it. Like it's a little bug. Oh, wow. it's a mite of bug. Yeah. I think you I, got Well, crabs. yeah, but like I thought like, uh, so I, I had scabies not. I hope once. not. I had scabies and like that's mm-hmm. like a mite. But they're yeah. s- they're like microscopic. How did like you get scabies yeah. again? I don't know. I asked we the doctor <laughs> and the doc and I had just gone camping and uh-huh. the doctor was like, you "Just slept over at Whipple's house." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because my roommate two years ago got scabies. What well, is happening? I I got scabies and I was like talking to the doctor and he was like, "Like what have you been doing?" And I was like, "Well, I just went camping and like I don't know." He's like, yeah, I guess, you know, they come from nature, so you probably <laughs> got it camping. Like, you fucking loser. You, you went to come the from nature, house. they come from loser. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you fucking loser. You don't know <laughs> doctor stuff. <laughs> Smash a beer bottle That's on his head. Fucking tell me. <laughs> uh, but like, I think I got it from sleeping at um, a friend's. I I slept at a friend's house after a show, and yeah, it I was pretty nasty. That's probably house, what so. happened. You're like... Yeah. Yeah, this band played, and then I slept on the floor that the band played at. Yeah, that's literally what happened. Yeah, yeah, that's where you got scabies, bro. It wasn't camping. These things don't come from nature. They come from a guy named, like, Kevin. Yeah. Or Keith. My roommate got them from a guy from uh, Grinder. Mm. That's yeah. hot. Yeah. Was your roommate gay, or was I mean, he just that, hanging out? As he was gay. As, <laughs> as far as Grinder goes, that's uh, the bug that you should be happy about getting. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Come <laughs> on. That one's easy. Uh, Come on. Okay, so T-ball. yeah. It's T-ball, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I had bed bugs. It was awful. I tried everything. I zipped my mattress up in a mattress bag. I washed everything I owned on high heat. Uh, I couldn't wash at home because I would work until nighttime, and we weren't allowed to use the washer past nine. So every if you few... have bed bugs, you should get Wait, a special so I know. dispensation. This lady is telling you... I have some stuff I need. Not only, okay, you can live here, but you need to sell my stuff. I need to come to your comedy shows. (laughs) Also, you can't wash clothes past 9 o'clock. Yeah, it sucked. The audacity. (laughs) The caucasity. The caucasity of it all. So I couldn't use the washer, so every few nights I would come home from work, uh, throw all my shit into a bag, go to a 24-hour laundromat, drink in the alley. It was awful. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I, I honestly, I honestly feel like I have known stray cats that have a better life. <laughs> like, there's a stray cat that I can think of. I used to call him Grunyan, who lived next door to the fucking uh, <clears throat> place that I lived, which was a storage container, and uh, and he would just come around. He was always in a really good mood and mm-hmm. not covered in parasites. 
Uh. And like just kind of got to call his own shots. And one time I saw him drag a heron underneath the fucking building. Oh my nice. god! Yeah, and I was like, "Good for you." I used to give him fried chicken, but I was like, "I guess you got the real thing." So I gotta say, that's swag compared to what you're describing. What you're describing is fucking evil. Yeah, yeah. That cat had it better for me at that time. Yeah. Um, am I going too long? Should mm. we switch it up or? Mm. No, you're good. Okay. I, mean, I need to know more about this. This is okay. I kind of don't want to be in the same room with you right now, but I want to hear more <laughs> about this. I, as far as I know, I don't have any parasites right now. I'm really appreciate that. Good. Thank mm-hmm. you. I feel like we should all do like a check once a week where we at least tell each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, fuck COVID tests, but let's, let's might figure have, out if we have uh, Might yeah. have a tapeworm. I've been passing blood. <laughs> well, I, I do still have scabies cream left over from when my roommate got it. Well, got, yeah, I, I did go to the doctor and get it <laughs> prescribed to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still got some. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one time so you're my... Uh, eating tuna in an alley. <laughs> yeah, getting drunk and uh, one time my friend Jose let me use his washer and dryer... Uh, but it was also the day his dad got remarried, so I throw my shit in the washer, and I get whisked away to this Mexican restaurant, and me and him and his dad and all his uncles <laughs> are just, like, slamming top shelf uh, tequila shots, uh, like the kind awesome. you're supposed to swish in your mouth a little bit. It was really cool, yeah. And <laughs> so, that was a good night, actually. <laughs> it was a positive... Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, a positive. I was doing night. my laundry, then I went to this Mexican <laughs> wedding. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. Um, finally, uh, nothing was getting rid of the bed bugs, so the landlady got the house fumigated. So that was yeah. nice. Uh, later, my friend, who I've known since we were kids, was looking for a room. Uh, helped him get set up in our house. He's kind of a hippie, which is fine, and he's really into, like, uh, spiritual chocolate. Have you guys seen this? What? No. Like, what? healing cacao kind of thing? I have no idea. Mm, that's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. It sounds cool. Healing cacao. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> it was a brief period of time that I was playing with Morris Day in the time. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, but he would also make psilocybin chocolates. Mm. And I've had that. Those are really yeah. healing. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You can't really get high off the other stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> spiritual chocolate. Spiritual yeah, chocolate. cacao and mushrooms, you know? Imagine it's really meeting a chocolate good spiritual for you. chocolate. Spiritual chocolate. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe it was his shtick or something. But, um. Who's this guy's shtick? <laughs> oh, me. Oh, he's a spiritual chocolate kind of guy. <laughs> it's a spiritual chocolate right, kind of guy. I see. <laughs> okay, so. One day I go to the kitchen and he's in there with like his hippie friend making chocolate. Making chocolate, yeah. Listening to like dubstep, which is all fine. I don't have a problem with it. But it's like, aren't you worried about our like 80 year old landlady like seeing this? I don't know. But that was about as much thought as I gave it. The next day I'm getting ready for work and the landlady says, uh, hey, you should try these chocolates. They're really good. Oh, no. Yeah. And I don't want to blow up my friend's spot or put him on blast or anything, but I don't know what she knows. 
and I don't want to tell her that she is trying to make me trip balls before I go to work. So I don't really know how to get out of it. So I just say, I'm good, I'm good, maybe later. But she's very adamant. And so she's like, you have to try them. They're really good. So I bring them to work with me. But I don't eat them. I save them for the weekend. It's <laughs> not a so great did ending. Did she trip out? Like, did you hear what? I don't know. I don't. I think she's at the point where probably she can't notice. Probably, what? yeah. Because <laughs> she was eating them, but she never said anything about it. That's crazy. No, it's like when yeah. my, my aunt and uncle got my great aunt Phoebe high, and she was like this French lady who just like smoked and drank and was just like a fucking wild carouser <laughs> and she just like smoked a ton of weed and was like i don't feel anything what are you talking about this is dumb <laughs> like i think if you get if you're old and weird enough like it just does not affect you well that's a story too like uh um rom Doss talks i was just about, thinking like, that dude that's exactly yeah. what i was thinking about be here now I'm yeah like, he yeah. talks about like going high and now. meeting like a guru Totally. And giving him like he just drinks an entire vial of acid. Yeah, he and he's just, he's just normal. Like, what? He's just like yeah. He's yeah, like I don't understand meditate. what the appeal is. And yeah. like, Whoa, it's, it's Andrew like, and I can do that with Seagrams. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like certain people are just kind of on that plane already. Maybe that, was he an experienced acid user already? No, no. The no, guru was, was like a, he was yeah. like an Indian guy that had like had lived in a monastery like his yeah, there might life. actually be something to the spiritual shit it might not all just be empty posturing yeah. like it's not adapted by fucking caucasian it's not all spiritual chocolate you know there's some <laughs> there's some real shit you can spiritual learn. clear liquid uh there's one last story of uh, me living there um i went to the cvs across the street one night and i ran into my friend from high school he was trying to buy a bottle of vodka, but his card wasn't working. He didn't know that I was there, so I did a real cool guy move. And I was like, here, I'll get that. And I felt really cool. Uh-huh. And um, then he's like, hey, man, you, you should buy come me over. this hamburger, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's like, man, you should come over. We'll get drunk. I got and, some spiritual chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... I go to his house and we're like drinking and stuff. Then he's get like, "Drunk on the thing you just bought for me." Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. Continue. Um, I'm interrupting. So, um, uh, so he's like telling me that like he just got fired from his job and like I have all this information. I'm gonna take this business down. Like he says, he's got like receipts mm-hmm. for something. Like I don't even know what this is. Like his friend other friend from high school's like family business and he's like yeah they fired me i'm gonna ruin their lives nice. all this stuff Ooh. as you do <laughs> so, yeah. like a fun yeah. drinking night yeah it was it was weird and aggressive <laughs> i'd be like do you have a gun yeah because <laughs> yeah. i kind of you, you put you, uh, i have a gun energy right now could you give me a ride to my baby mama's house i gotta yeah. drop off some money <laughs> Yeah, he was telling me like he could get me meth and all this stuff, and um, that's cool. Which was nice of him, but what is um, that hippie guy that likes no, 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 no. This, <laughs> no, this is other side of the coin. This is the guy whose card got declined at CVS, doing what you and I would refer to as a Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, then I eventually stumble home. But I have forgotten my key, oh. and it's the middle of the night, and I really don't want 
to like wake everyone up in the middle of the night. I'm such a nice drunk that I just crawl into my car and I just sleep in like the back seat for the night. Oh. <laughs> and just wait until the door's unlocked in the morning. <laughs> Damn. So uh you're, yeah. you're like cool hand Luke. You're not really hurting anyone. You're just giving a bird finger to the system. Yeah. 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 So okay. that's that's probably I guess my worst living situation, but also most interesting. I I haven't really lived in like that many. Or I, I I just haven't had that many different experiences. Like I'm just gonna say this right now: if your worst living situation is living with me, I'm gonna fight you. It's literally <laughs> living with you, but it's not because of you. Um, but you know, I lived with whatever i mean i guess my worst living situation might have been living with my family before i moved not your ex well that was okay for the most part uh but you know i lived with my family then lived with my ex Mm -hmm. then lived with you yeah and that was fine for a while Mm -hmm. but then we had the one guy that (laughs) lived there hey real quick question i've always been meaning to ask you this when you had the wall that shared the bathroom wall uh-huh. Could you hear people just going to town in there? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it, even when I was... Uh, one time I was taking a shower and I heard you having sex. Um, and uh, While you were uh, in the shower? Yeah. That was, was loud sex. It was really loud, yeah. yeah. I'm violent. But, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a problem. But, uh, I need to be cleansed from the community. One of, like, the most... I guess one of the most annoying things about this guy that we lived with uh, was that his mom? He was really close with his mom, and his mom would want to hang out a lot. And so, one time I was like in my room. I think I was like playing guitar or something. I was just kind of hanging out, and I get a knock on the door. By the way, the guy that we lived with, he lived. He went to high school with Tyler. Yeah, that's, so that's my little brother. That's the only reason why I was like, yeah, I was, it was like, kind of oh, like he's okay. He's got like a, and it also we put like a Craigslist ass yeah. ad out. <laughs> And he responded, and this should have been the first, um, mm-hmm. like, red flag, but he responded, the first uh, line of the message was, greetings. Oh, like, okay, that's no. Not, you, know, you don't say that to people. That's not cool. Man. It's that's almost as bad cool. as salutations. Cool. No, yeah. it's, it's worse than salutations. No, my brother so? vouched for him. Salutations has, like, a bit of a ironic vibe to it you know okay like, we yeah, basically I'm invited funny. bed bugs into our house <laughs> yeah <laughs> or, or a fungus I, I think he's more like a fungus than bed bugs so yeah he moved out of his mom's house but no, then he like he wasn't living with his he mom. was living oh. with some guys who hated him which probably also should have been a red flag yeah <laughs> but uh anyway <laughs> but his mom is he's like best really friends with his mom kind his of thing. mom they are they used to live together but for I, a while I, and so mm-hmm. okay, here, knock so, on the door yeah so yeah. knock on the door while I'm like just kind of hanging out playing music and um he's like hey man I want you to meet my mom no and I was like okay and Ugh. I like came out and <clears throat> we were talking or whatever and like mm-hmm. I was kind of giving like a tour of the house and mm-hmm. stuff and which he should be able to do on his own you know yeah uh, he probably didn't know the names of the rooms no I mean this is <laughs> So the rooms are named. So we're oh. we're, we're <laughs> hanging out on the deck and we're like looking at him. She's like, "This is such a cool spot." And uh, and uh, so who's the other guy? And um, 
referring to Colin. Yeah. And uh-huh. uh, Leo's like, oh, yeah, the other guy. What's his name again? And this is like two weeks after he's moved in. I like yeah. And after all him stuff. moving all yeah, of his yeah. stuff to the fucking house. In my truck. House. Like, I was like, yeah, you can just put your stuff in my truck. Oh, you helped him move in? Yeah, and yeah, He yeah, didn't yeah, even yeah. know your name. And, and, then he, I... and he went to high school and was friends with my brother in high school. And I thought I was just like, okay. And this then I realized, cool. I realized okay. he didn't introduce me to his mom. So I was like, you don't oh. even know my name either. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. He's got his ass. He's just living in the, like, it's just, he's just taking up the space without, like, having any consideration for the people that he's living with. Hmm. But, um, it's going to be kind it, of exhilarating. Yeah. I think you <laughs> it's probably a real was rush. Fine. Yeah. Um, but this is also, I mean, he, um, you know, I don't know if I want to go into the whole financial situation of it, but um, <laughs> we don't have to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> we don't have to do that. He did, there were some rent issues, but we don't have to get into that. Okay. Yeah. But um, one time, I remember uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, like going to like ask him something about like cleaning or just doing something around the house, and I was like, hey, like I'll call him Brian or Daniel. Something. I was like, hey, hey, you Daniel. You just called him Leo a minute ago. Oh, did I? You literally well, did. <laughs> well, yeah. I won't. Leo? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, say Leo. Hey. His mom's name was Teresa. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so, but if you want to call him like something else, that's What's fine. What's his mom's address? <laughs> yeah. That's asking the important questions. This is like our Barbara Walters over here asking the real hard hitting shit. But I was Whereas like, you're kind of the Whoopi Goldberg. Get the fuck out of here <laughs> and don't come back. But I remember knocking on his door or knocking on the door of his room. I was like, hey, Leo, like, uh, you know, we got this, you know, whatever <clears> was going on. And I opened, he's like, okay, come in. And I opened the door and he's, uh, come in. He's, <laughs> this is how Leo talks. He's just got like a mattress on the floor, no mm-hmm. sheet at well, all, which is, you know, I've done a mattress on the floor kind yeah, of thing. Sure. You know, whatever. He's just too. sitting there with a six pack next to him. Oh. Jacket, hood on, just drinking beer, staring at the wall. All There's right. not I even like a this fucking. Guy t- now. I like <laughs> this guy. Yeah, this this guy's cool. My kind of guy. There's not yeah. even a TV going on. Or yeah, it's dude, just you like, don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess that is something you like to do. This guy's a minimalist. Yeah, this guy's going Blair Witch. What's important to me? Beer, jacket. <laughs> that's it. I want to be warm. Beer, I want to be drunk. Jacket, and I don't want to stare at anything that's going to upset me. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like me in the room I was talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's better than me loudly having sex with myself. So it wasn't horrible, <laughs> but then, um, you know, <laughs> there was also, yeah, I mean, there's so many stories to get into with that guy. There was like the other time where, um, the girl that he was dating was, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but, um, yeah, uh, she started beating the shit out of him. Jesus. It started as like a kink thing and then it just got way out of line. <laughs> it was Real? a kink. It was like, a, yeah, it was a kink thing to begin with. And then it became like a, he talked about it. Like, I so, like, I like it. Well, <laughs> so he told me this story that, so they were at the shanty. Wait, what's her, Name? Yeah, man, we, <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking. Can say I just can I just say this okay. real quick? Can okay. I say this real quick? If you were to look at them and just look at their silhouettes, okay, you would be Jack Skellington and the mayor of Halloween Town. <laughs> I I think <laughs> I actually know who you guys are talking about. Okay, so if you just put those two things together, and and he's Jack Skellington and she's the mayor of Halloween Town, uh-huh. and 
So just to put that in your head, what we're talking about, so yeah. you know. And so we're, we'll beep his name out. He's a, yeah, we'll bleep it yeah, out. We'll, we'll, so, okay. we'll, we'll just put someone going, Whipple, every time <laughs> we say his name. All right. Uh, so he told me this story about, so they're at the shanty, and they're hanging out, and then she got just crazy and started beating the shit out of him. Jeez. And, in um, public? At the shanty, yeah. They're in the yeah. in the parking lot of the yeah. shanty. Well, at least. And so he uh, public. He was like, you know, fuck this. I'm going to get a fucking Uber back home, and I'm going to get you an Uber back home. And um, so they both got Ubers back home, and she left her keys in the parking lot of the shanty. Ugh. So she got all pissed off about that, came to the house, and was berating him and beating the shit out of him, saying Ugh. that he stole her keys. And, and he liked um, it. It, he might. I mean, like, he yeah. probably entertained it for a while. Yeah, huh? yeah beat my ass. Oh God! Yeah, but then eventually, the lot, you dumb bitch. Got to the yeah. point where. Yeah, maybe he said he had them. Yeah. But uh, got to the point where she went to the kitchen and grabbed a knife and was threatening oh, to kill herself. God damn! And so he called the cops and was like, "I don't know how to deal with this." Um, and then. Uh, she ran away after the cops were called and she just ran down the street and eventually was like caught by the cops. But, um, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I wasn't home for any of this. Yeah, I I wasn't home either. Neither of us were home. We were all at like our girlfriend's house or something. Yeah, this is like just a them issue. I was like, (laughs) no one was there. So I came home after the spot. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I came home after a couple days of not being home and I was like, what's up, Leo? Like, how's it going? And he's like, man, not good. (laughs) Tell me that story. Lay it on me, Leo. But then he was like, yeah, man, like, uh, you know, him leaving was kind of shitty, too. He's like, I'm going to move, you know, whatever. I'm going to leave town. And then I saw him like, (laughs) like a month later after he left town. Time out. Do you remember what he was going to leave town for? for? To move to Eugene. To do what? I don't know. To become a uh, pinball and um, uh, arcade machine repairer and operator. Whoa. He was like, this is what I love. This is what I want to do. I found yeah, a guy. That That's kind of cool. I need to get that guy's number. Dude. Yeah, gotta, <laughs> but you know what? Sounds awesome. Would it surprise you to find out that he went to Eugene without any contacts whatsoever to get that job, and nah. that he, in fact, did not get that he's job. Dr- Weird. He's, so he, he's a dreamer. Yeah. He didn't get the I job, like and then, like, so after that tumultuous, like, thing that happened with that chick, he was like, yeah, I'm done with this chick. I'm moving, blah, blah, blah. And then Eugene I see a him a month later, <laughs> and he's walking down the streets of Eureka with that girl. Yeah. No! Wow, that lasted a while. Listen, huh? uh, you know what the spider... Guy? The spider waits. Wait. <laughs> wait, what? Can you say it again? What? Uh, do you have a black eye? Or... <laughs> he probably was pretty fucked up from the neck down. I'm going to yeah. guess. Yeah. He's just all beat to shit. If you, re- if you, if you remember my previous thing where I said Jack Skellington, mayor of Halloween. Uh, mayor of Halloween Town doesn't have a high reach. <laughs> but can really work yeah. the body. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I think probably down here. Yeah. I like to think that later in life, well, I don't like to think this, but I think later in life he'll like say that he has CTE because like he used to play a lot of football. 
yeah. like scars and broken bones from playing sports. He's too embarrassed. He's like, to... yeah, I got CT. I used to play a lot of BBW back in the day. <laughs> My shit's fucked up. That's a real contact sport. Uh, that was good. Yeah, sorry about that. I had to let that one go. Yeah, that's pretty much the only kind of like bad living experience I've had. Everything else has been pretty chill. Yeah, this nicotine pouch is making me crazy. I'm young, so. Oh, are you? Are you the youngest? I'm younger than all of you. Which is really funny to me to remember that time and again, because mm-hmm. like you know, you talk slowly, got a beard, you're tall, I'm wise. <laughs> I was gonna say you're wise. I think of you as an older brother. That's weird. Yeah, that's I give a, you a lot of advice. That says a lot more about you, Andrew. <laughs> that says a lot more about you. <laughs> oh, one thing that uh, I was thinking about that hurt. I don't want to throw you out there, but um, uh, <laughs> we're talking about it. Say, <laughs> when you were living in Portland. Oh, and, yeah. um, uh, we were hanging out with. A, he who shall not be named. Hey, I'm real quick, before you get into this thing, I just want to point out, when we were talking about you and your uh, your demeanor, I had a dream last night that I ran over an alien in my truck, and you gave me a hug, and I was like hugging the middle part of your body like a, a child would an adult, because you're so much taller than me, and you put your hand on the top of my head, and you're like, it's going to be all right, buddy. That's nice. <laughs> I ran over an alien, <laughs> and then I fled the scene. <laughs> Jeez, that's good. I'm glad that I ha- I hold that position in your mind. And I was trying know? to get the cell phone video um, off of me running over the alien and give it to <laughs> you. were filming it, it too. To the police, it's yeah. Be okay, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so please uh, get rid of this alien together. Uh, I remember when you were living in Portland, and then uh, um, this guy. I'll call him uh, uh, David. I'm uh, Colin. I'll call him now. I'll, I'll call him. I'll call him David. Who are we, you talking about? <laughs> uh, You're talking about when we were trip. Uh, <laughs> he was, of, it's like which which terrible roommate are you talking about? And that was not the first one I was thinking of. But he was living like next door or something. He wasn't even living in your house. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was and, living next door. He got uh, kicked out of our house for being a heroin addict. Yeah. <laughs> Just got kicked next not door. the first heroin addict we kicked out of that house. And so we <laughs> go to the bar. Third or fourth. We're like, we're, we're hanging out at the house. And like, we're both like, all right, let's just go to the bar. And like, Sarah was there too. And, um, and, and you guys, you invited there. him to the bar, yeah, which I, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, I didn't know. I don't know this guy like at all. I was just like, why did you like, invite him? Like, what are you? And you, didn't, you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. You but didn't, um, didn't know what you're doing. But so he's hanging out with us and he's all fucked up. He's probably on he heroin. He spilled our drinks. I don't know if you remember that. He knocked yeah. over all of our Ugh. drinks. All of them. Geez. And I'm just like, dude, this guy's going to get us kicked out of the bar. Yeah. Like, and then uh, Andrew's on the phone for a little bit. And then. Oh yeah, I, no, I figured out. I figured out how to. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> he goes, dude, genius it, moment. Like Alice needs you. At, it, it, get back to Alice's house. My get roommate Alice. <laughs> like Alice just called me, Greg. He needs you right now. He needs you. <laughs> he like, said this Ellis, to the guy. He's like Greg's. Like he says, he's just he said that. Ellis, Ellis needs me. It's like yes. Ellis said he Ellis needs, needs you right needs now. You, right now. <laughs> you like, need to leave right like, now. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Of We're course, of course. Have to beep so and much of this out. <laughs> and then and the second that he left, right. it was just like, yeah, he didn't say that at all. He said not to like have him come back to the house. <laughs> just crashes his yeah, car into so the wall. Ellis calls I'm here, buddy. Me, Ellis calls me thirty minutes later. He's like, 
fuck you, dude. What the <laughs> fuck, man? I know exactly what you fucking did. Like, you fucking, he's like, I'm about to get kicked out of the fucking bar right now, dude. Like, I have no option. Like, I had to do this. He's like, don't fucking talk to me for a week. <laughs> uh. <laughs> he was so pissed. I, I don't think I've ever seen Ellis that pissed. I've never <laughs> seen him mad, period. That's nice that he, like, sets, like, the, the limit, though. Like, I'll be fine in a week. It'll be yeah. okay. You know? <laughs> Don't talk to me for one week. Yeah, <laughs> it's reasonable. Different uh, issues would be like, yeah. Don't talk to me for three hours. Yeah, I'll, I'll need to kind of mull this over for a while. <laughs> You know, if you piss on my floor, don't talk to me for three hours. But yeah. if... <laughs> Eventually, he just has a list. Like, you do something, look at the list. <laughs> She's going through the greatest hits right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going there. <laughs> I've done that. What a, what else happened there. in that house that you want to talk about or that you feel comfortable talking about? I don't even know where to fucking begin because I was just like the worst living situation of all time i just think just moving to portland ellis moved there ahead of me and tried to get us he's gonna get us a house and he found us a house and there's this long list of people from humboldt that i didn't want to live with in portland and every single one of those people end up becoming our roommates immediately. <laughs> i was like dude those are all the people i said i didn't want to live with he's like i'm sorry i don't just i don't know anybody was, else was, like this was one of them, them teabag Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he came in a little bit later, but he was definitely one of the people I didn't want to live with. And it's like, the you know, all these guys are, these guys are like junkies. And he's like, no, they promise they aren't going to be using. And of course, you know, <laughs> we, a couple months in, they're all using. We heroin, all took an oath like, together the at the same time. <laughs> fucking drugs. And it's like, fucking, God. yeah. And then T Bone moved in, Tyrone Bone. Just T and, uh, Bag and T Bone. He moved into the closet. He's living in the closet. Which is in like, There's another guy. I said, I didn't want to live life. with this guy. He's like, oh no, he's going to make rent cheaper, dude. He's going to be. <laughs> and he refused to get a job. He just he was at home all day long. And I every don't wanna. single time he. <laughs> I don't want to. Wait, wait. How's he paying closet rent? So how much did the cost? He had it. Apparently, I learned this later. He had to deal with his dad, uh. where his dad would give him money if he was playing shows with his band. Because oh, Tyra T Bone has this dream of tea becoming T Bag. T Bag has this dream of becoming a musician. And so his dad's like, well, if you're playing shows, you know, I'll give you some money for rent. So I'd hear him on the phone being like, oh yeah, dad, yeah, we're playing shows. We're really like. We're doing great up here. And, like, his band wasn't playing any shows. <laughs> so he'd get money from his dad, and he'd go, yeah. Dude, he would, every single morning, he would go over to the sandwich spot that all our friends worked at and would get a coffee and a breakfast sandwich for free. This guy's a hustler. tip them $1. He'd do that every single morning. Entrepreneur. And then he'd be on Craigslist all day uh, look for looking at free stuff. <laughs> Which he would resell. He'd be like, yeah, I just got this box of tapes for like free and it sold it for 20 bucks. <laughs> Dear God. What a vision of hell. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, that sounds like heaven to me. <laughs> really? Not working, 
get yeah. free sandwiches. Yeah. You yeah. get to flip shit on Craigslist all Everyone day. who you like, know I, personally casually hates you. Yeah. Your dad is proud of you. <laughs> your dad, yeah, is your proud dad of you. loves you. Yeah. Your dad's you like... financially supporting you. Dude, you basically were describing the birdcage where the dad's coming to visit. It's like, I got to put a band together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Dad's coming to visit. I got to make a show happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, can you play There's keyboards? A, no, you're in. <laughs> there was a one uh, story that you told me about where you came home after like you were traveling and uh, Ellis was like yelling at whoever was living oh. in the garage. Oh, I was or... about to. I was just remember. This is this is awesome. <laughs> so when Greg was in the garage, the the third or fourth heroin addict that we had live in the house hey guys why are there so many heroin addicts in this because that's all friends. our friends man. I mean, all these loser friends i don't want to be living with and it's like oh no he's cleaned up his act like we he made a promise that, you know if he gets if he's using he'll be kicked out or shay's whatever. weird like anti-heroin bias is really showing in this episode i don't have a hand anti-heroin bias i, I, a lot I think of sympathy for you can kid. use it One responsibly you know? no you can't <laughs> it's a terrible drug <laughs> and it turns people into I've monsters. Had, like four friends have died from yeah but anyway well they should do kratom a lot of people yeah kratom and shut DXM. up <laughs> all right so let him tell a story um so i wake up in the middle of the night Spiritual chocolate and over here. <laughs> shut i can hear up. i can hear greg yelling at his girlfriend they're having this huge fight and i can hear somebody smoking on the porch i can hear them pacing back and forth and i and hawking loogies so i know immediately it's ellis and Ellis has to be always has to break up every fight. That's like his big thing. Like he's always he's the peacemaker. Like Big Bird. Yeah, like like Big Bird. <laughs> and I hear him, and Ellis. I just hear I just you hear Ellis. Toy Story. You love Sesame Street. If you sub, if you saw Ellis, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. And so Ellis, all of a sudden, I hear him go, "Greg, Greg, shut the fuck up, man! You're butt ass naked on the front lawn, yelling at your girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs> like you need to go inside and stop this shit. It's not fucking cool. <laughs> and then what? Is, uh, it was a. Uh, 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 you're on drugs, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like he, you're, <laughs> you're on drugs, Greg. It's like I'm not on drugs, Ellis. I'm drunk. He's like, guess what, Greg? <laughs> Alcohol is a drug. Damn. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Fuck, dude, that was the best I part. I feel like there should have been like a 808 beat from like the 80s, like hip hop, a hippity hop, a hip hip hop, don't stop. That's right, you have drugs. Alcohol is a drug. drug. And you can't be doing that drug. At my house, at my house, do the swing. At my house, don't do that. Yeah, no, that's literally, that sounds like something I've dealt with at like a, I, I don't know, like that's what I thought that intervention was when I was like in middle school. <laughs> You're on drugs, man. I'm not. I'm drunk. And it's like that's a drug. <laughs> the more you know, flies across the screen. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. We're gonna probably either use everyone's name, or we're just gonna have to beep them out. Yeah, I just gonna... don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Put everybody on blast, well, I don't so. care either. But I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't really care. I mean, I don't know. These we put it to a vote well anyway? So. I mean, I don't care. I don't know these people. You Apple literally know none of these people. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're also arguably the most sober person in the room, so you can make the judgment better than everyone else. What do you mean, arguably? I'm not even... <laughs> I don't drink anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I'm arguing that you're the... 
He's drinking Saint a near Pauli. beer. Whipple drinks fake beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm just like trying Andrew, to trick you into telling shit. stories. Andrew. You thought Whipple was on drugs. He's, <laughs> he's drinking it for the tits. Yeah. <laughs> St. Pauli girl, very hot. Yeah. Very hot. It, look, I, listen, I get horned up. <laughs> she likes me. Yeah. Dude, even if there's no booze in it, I get horned up. It's a win-win. <laughs> she kind of looks like Christina Applegate these days. Um, yeah. yeah. She's hot. Well, Colin, so uh, when did you move to New Orleans? I was 19 years old. I moved two weeks before 9-11. What was that like? <laughs> you got a message. Uh, Leave New York. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was living in Canada. Um, ah. It was crazy, but... I when I moved to New Orleans, I moved under weird circumstances because I moved into the spare house of the lead singer for Pantera. Nice, Phil and Salmo. Well, we don't friend have of the to. pod. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what I did, and so I he was. Listens. I hope not. And so I was nineteen, and I lived in that house with my girlfriend, and then nine eleven happened, and she was from New York, so that was a big deal. But the thing I wanted to talk about was there was a roommate I had who was also named Phil, which is why mm. I didn't want you to say that, because it's mm. not the same Phil. Okay, different mm. Phil. This is my buddy Phil from childhood, who I slowly learned was a psychopathic scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a he wasn't a cowboy from hell. No, no, he was <laughs> charming, though. No more pantomime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was charming and funny, and then you realize slowly, oh my God, this guy's really fucked up and horrible. But uh, we would fight a lot. It was it was a rough experience. It was just like young people living together mm. in a weird situation that I wouldn't highly recommend, and I don't want to get into a bunch of stories about it. But eventually, I was like, "Dude, we can't live together anymore." And there's a lot of reasons why. And it's not just because you're taking my girlfriend's expensive moisturizing lotion to beat off with, mm. and then every time I go downstairs, <laughs> right? And then every time I go downstairs to say what's up. I can smell her moisturizing lotion and you're beating off. Yeah. Like that's also not it. It was like there was a lot of reasons why. It was just <clears throat> things compounded. So he's like, Yeah, fuck you, man. I'm gonna fucking live downtown with my friends because he was working at the Cafe du Monde. Ooh. Which if people aren't familiar, it's like a, a tourist hub, right? Beignets. But, mm-hmm. but the people who work there, you have like Vietnamese immigrants, you have black people who have been to jail a lot, and then you have white people who have been to jail a lot and or are in a halfway house rehab situation. At least that's what it was like when I was living there. It was like, it, it was like the 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 bounce back kind of job. You know what I mean? <laughs> get my get my life back together. Being reintroduced into the market. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, you could make tips and stuff. So like, it was a job you could live off of. You know, this is twenty years ago, so bear that in mind. But like, it was a job you could live off of, and you meet a lot of people. And my buddy was like. The funny thing is he's, like, unnaturally good-looking. So, like, women would be like, oh, my God, it's, like, Leo DiCaprio's brother. And then they'd hang out with him for, like, a night, and they'd be like, this is bad. (laughs) 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 But, uh, so, he ended up moving in with a guy named Leo. And that was one of his coworkers. And Leo was Blasian. Cool. But, you know how... Baby fat. No, no, no. You know how Blasian people are usually, like, really beautiful? Yes. Like I have a bla- Tiger Woods, yeah, whatever. I have a I have a Blasian cousin who's like really beautiful. Like it, it's mm-hmm. a it's a beautiful combination usually. Uh, my this this guy Leo was like not the, beautiful. He was the he was <laughs> yeah he was he was whatever it was that proved the the yeah he he, he was, was the exception. 
Thank you. Than the rule. Yeah, he was the exception mm. that proves the rule. I don't know why my brain was fading mm-hmm. on that one. Um, so <clears throat> he had half a tooth missing from when he got drunk and fell into a pool table in the front. He had a reverse mohawk, like a faux hawk, so he looked like a clown. He had <laughs> eczema and a tiny mustache, and he was aggressively gay. <laughs> and when I say aggressively gay, for Christmas, he knitted me a penis and balls protector <laughs> that I could put on my penis and balls. He's like, here you go, but you got to wear it. I want to see what it looks like. <laughs> and I put it on, and I was like, yeah, this is kind of funny. And then he gave me this really close, really long hug. And all of his chest hairs felt like little needles poking into my flesh. <laughs> so he was just a really gnarly, insane person. He was like the gay clown. He's like, Colin. When I turn 40, I'm going to kill myself. I'm just going to kill myself. So I'm going to have as much fun as I can before I turn But 40. I want to make sure that you're wearing that so penis did, ball man. protector. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably not. He's a pleasure glutton. Honestly, he kind of reminded me of like a skinny version of the clown from Spawn. But <laughs> He's, so Phil was like, fuck you, Colin. You know, I'm not going to change anything. I'm going to move in with Leo. <laughs> and that'll prove to you my autonomy. And so... He lived in a shotgun apartment, which, you know, shotgun houses, it's like, they call it that because it's like the two barrels. It's like on one side is a front door and the other side is a front door. Mm-hmm. People share a middle wall and then it's two houses on each side. It's a very elegant way to actually deal with housing. Yeah, it's like pre-air conditioning, right? So like the wind flows yeah. through yeah, the house. Right. You open the front and back door. And you have so tall yeah. ceilings with like fans to kind of like keep it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just stack more people in there, and the houses still look nice, and they are, for the most part, pretty nice. But the problem with shotgun housing with roommates is that you have to go through... The rooms don't go sideways. They go straight back. So usually the bathroom's at the back, and then there's two bedrooms. So you have to go through living room, bedroom, bedroom, shotgun. So if you have the middle bedroom, you're in the traffic zone, right? Mm. People go in your room? To go to the bathroom, correct. Or to go to their own room. It's just a straight back... It's one long hallway with doors. That sucks. And there's a kitchen in the mix somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. It, it's it's fine for families. Doesn't work for roommates as well. So Phil and Leo turned the whole shotgun thing up on its head by like, basically, it was only a one bedroom. We're so make the bathroom in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> You're pissing in the sink. And if you got duty, then you do duty at work. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, they turned it on his head where it was like, basically, Leo was like, I'll just sleep in the living room and you can just have the bathroom in the back or bedroom in the back and we have to do the bathroom on knocking the door. And so he's like, okay, fine. I'll have a little privacy, right? So Leo's room was the front room. So Phil came back really drunk one night. He's telling me this whole story. He comes back really drunk one night and he's just like miserably drunk. And just wants to go to his bed. And he opens up the door, the front door. And Highway to the Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins is blaring at like (laughs) ear-splintering volume. Like he could hear it from the street. And Leo and a crust punk are giving each other hand jobs <laughs> on the on the on the on the um, couch while listening to this song. Highway <laughs> to the yeah. danger zone. And like top volume, and 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 Leo's like, "Oh, pardon me," and just throws a blanket over it. <laughs> and then Phil just like walks back goes to sleep. He said he came into like Leo, like being like, "Oh, excuse me," and like getting up off of a penis. Before. Like, it was just like it was. And again, I'm, this is not like men is like an attack on gay sex. It's specifically an attack on how gross Leo having yeah. sex was. To be. You can do uh, that in a much more. Uh, yeah, you know, there's like chill ways to have that happen, and yeah. that was not one. Yeah. So he moved out, and he moved into this other guy's house, which was this really fat coke dealer. 
Nice. Who lived in Midtown or uh, no, like kind of between. It was sort of uptown, but it doesn't really matter because most people probably don't know like jump like you know the geography of New Orleans or whatever. But yeah, we don't. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so. it was like it was cooler neighborhoods, like more quiet, like further away from the quarter. You know, like just kind of uh. nice out of the way. And uh, but his roommate was a coke dealer. And he was a big fat man, and he would deal coke out of his jeep, and he had an open top jeep. He could like take the. That's a coke dealer of. type car. Yeah, Just feeling the breeze. <laughs> yeah, blasting Kenny Loggins. So, <laughs> Phil and I kind of. Ah, wait. <laughs> no, this is a totally different vibe. <laughs> so Phil and I. He's listening to like Gucci Mane and shit. Okay, no, okay. No, it's a white guy. He's listening to like Travis Tritt. Mm. It's silly. He's listening to like old like rock and roll and stuff but it doesn't matter the, the point is like phil and i kind of repaired our friendship a bit i was at least hanging out with him at the bars and so we were drinking uptown and uptown is like bar and then a whole lot of residential and nothing and then bar so it's like you walk a lot when you're and you know neither of us are cars we're fucking losers so we're just like <laughs> walking around like all right well let's go to the next bar and then he was like you know he's like there's this show that's happening at like you know one over at blah 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 like you know wherever it was uh uh, Le Bon Ton or something So he's like Let's just go chill in my house For a while And then you know We'll have a couple drinks Then we'll go to the show And I was like Ah okay I just cheaper that way So we go over to his house And there's like Eight cop cars out front <laughs> All their lights on And I'm like And feels like Oh fuck And I'm like what He's like My roommate must have gotten busted <laughs> Oh no And uh <laughs> And I'm like And he tells me How he's, he's dealing coke And all this stuff So I'm like, well, let's not go over there because, like, you don't want to be like, hey, I live here, officer. What's happening? <laughs> so uh, there was a bar, like, you know, block and a half away. So we just walk over there and order a couple beers, and we're just sitting there drinking. Eventually, the cops leave. And then we're just drinking a little bit longer, and then uh, we go over and we look at the house, and we're like, oh, let's let's just check it out. Let's go over there. It's still early in the evening. You know what I mean? Like, the show is a long time from now. So we walk back over to the house and we're just sitting in there and uh, eventually this guy like just comes in and it's his roommate. And he's like, what's up guys? How's it going? And we were like, what happened? <laughs> he's like, oh, I called the cops. And we're like, you called the cops? We thought you got busted. He's all, no, nah, man, I got fucking assaulted. I got ripped off. <laughs> and we're like, and he was like what, do you, what do you mean? He's like, the long story short, this guy was a pervert, and his whole thing was like he'd sell coke, he'd be around coke, he would get prostitutes to like hang out with him for like coke or money, and so he had this chick that he was hooking up with, who was like a escort or whatever. And bear in mind, he's just a big Baron Harkonnen looking dude, you know. Just like, <laughs> and he was just like he was in the the jeep with the fucking top off, right? getting his ass eaten out. <laughs> and she stabbed him in the side and robbed him. Oh, She's like, God. she took a knife, she while stuck him. While she was eating his ass? While she was eating his ass, yeah. Holy shit. She stuck him in the side with a pig sticker. Very superficial wound because he was a large man. Sure. And took his money and his with the knife in there, took his money and his drugs, ran off, and he called the cops. And was like, I got robbed by a lady of the Jesus night. Jesus Christ. He goes to charity hospital. They just like give him a little like Band-Aid because it wasn't a big deal. And he comes back home and he's like, man, that bitch, her days are numbered. I got her ass. And I was just like, I was like, wait a second. So you're telling me that she was eating your ass 
and then she robbed you. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, she earned that money. Yeah, yeah. totally. Like, yeah. You leave her the fuck alone. Like, whatever she got out of that, that transaction. That is such a beautiful achievement. Like, yeah. It's like, like, it's like I, Luke defeating the Rancor. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I hope that she jumps town and starts a better world for herself. Yeah. yeah. Like a better it's like life. David and Goliath in <laughs> modern times. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's just like... And so that's that's maybe one of the more funny, uh, like r- casual roommate stories because we really thought that he was done and that the place would be under surveillance. I'm sitting there the whole time, like sweating bullets, like the cops are going to come back and they're going to think I'm involved in this, you know. And I don't. it's so funny that the cops are like, "This whore took yeah. your money. This whore. You're a businessman. Yeah, a legitimate white businessman. A businessman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm an entrepreneur. Say no more. Yeah, it's like. I always, but the the uh, I'd never really met this guy before. I think once I'd met him at a bar. That was it. So like, it was so funny how quickly I was just immediately reflexively on this woman's side. I was like, yeah. and to his face, I was like, no, dude, you drop it. Yeah. <laughs> she fucking earned every penny. And next time you see her, you should give her a hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Like, you, you, this is this is God telling you to slow your fucking roll. <laughs> like, that's not good. It's a vulnerable position to be in. Yeah, getting your ass ate. Mm-hmm. You gotta trust someone. Yeah, <laughs> I like you're talking about the woman <laughs> eating the ass. But <laughs> no. I mean, that's... I feel like that's a, a bit more vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a power move. You turned around. Yeah. Your balls are right there. If you're eating another person's ass, it's physically vulnerable. I guess I was thinking of you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like you're societal. kind of in the driver's seat. <laughs> Socioeconomically, yeah. it's pretty powerful. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you're eating ass, you're in the driver's seat. Yeah. I kind of feel like well, that. Mm, yeah. We could get into, <laughs> we could get into that at a, a later date.